When we very clearly do not. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back, KWTO. We are with you for the next two hours. A little bit of an unusual show today. We're getting close to Christmas. We're not going to put guests on the radio. Everybody's traveling or wants to be with family. So this is going to be us in the studio for a little while talking to you. And I wanted to start off with kind of what I think is a fun game that we're going to play for 2024. And the game is called What If? And we're going to go back and forth. We're going to ask each other questions. And my first question for Garrett is going to be this. What if the House Republicans vote to impeach Joe Biden? What impact does that have on the election next year? Well, I mean, it it goes several different ways, but I, I really don't think it has any impact ultimately on the 2024 election. Let's be honest, the Senate's not going to pass anything anyway. All this does is air out Joe's dirty laundry that we've already known about. I don't think this is going to bring out any really new information. That's, does it have an effect on votes? I don't think so. I don't think anybody at this point is just voting against Trump because he got impeached and now he's they're going to be at a at a loss because oh no Biden well Biden was almost impeached too so I I think it goes the opposite way I think it actually helps Joe Biden and I've I've had varying degrees of people that agree or disagree with this but I think impeachment generally works the opposite direction the person on the other side comes off as a little bit of the victim. And the people doing the impeaching come off as a little bit of sour grapes. We can't beat you at the polls, so you know we're going to impeach you. I think if the House Republicans choose to impeach Joe Biden, it actually goes the opposite way and helps him in the upcoming election cycle. I mean, it would so it's, it would kind of be the same as Trump and all of his court cases, or Trump and his impeachments. Welcome to the next question. <laughs> what happens if Trump gets convicted of a felony next year? Oh man, that I'm honestly, that worries me a little bit because let's be honest, there's going to be a large majority of Republicans who still, who, who won't believe anything that a judge or jury says whatsoever. If it's negative about Trump, they're already, they're already convinced he's innocent. Do you think that, do you think that it changes anybody's minds? Maybe take your sort of non-political friends who generally like Trump or generally don't like. Does it change their opinions on Trump? I think it makes them if they're a a very casual Trump supporter, the way someone likes Panera Bread or Bucky's, the new gas station. It might make them stay home from the polls. I could see them just going, ah, Biden stinks. Trump apparently, I've been hearing in the news lately, is a criminal. So. I'm just going to stay home. I don't think it impacts. I, I think it could have an impact, but I think if it does, you, you won't be able to look back on the, the autopsy of the Trump 2024 campaign and see that as the nail in the coffin or the, the dagger. I, I, I don't see that happening, uh, but I think it is doing for the Trump campaign more good than harm. All of these can uh, not convictions, but all of these accusations that have been going back and forth. I mean, that the polls reflect that. 
very, very clearly. Once a conviction comes down, if it comes down as guilty, I I think it makes the avid Trump supporters even more avid. If that's a or avider, I don't know the right <laughs> avider there. But but they still only count as one vote, right? You can't have I'm voting for Trump ninety percent. Well, now I'm voting no, for Trump hundred. But you know, there's always a question about turnout, presidential turnout, which is usually very very high in presidential years. But you know, you need to get your people fired up and 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 bring them out to vote. If you're going to vote for Trump, him being convicted of a felony virtually guarantees. Not only are you going to be out there, I'm going to vote for him. You're probably going to be calling your friends and neighbors. You're going to be putting out a sign. You're going to be like preaching to them that this is the end of the world and the end of the United States as we know it, because now they're going to jail our one of the presidential candidates, which we've never done in the history of the United States. It increases the zeal by which the supporters will will come out in support of him. Yeah, and, and Democrats will support the opposite side of that same line of thinking of we've never had a presidential candidate go and get himself convicted. <laughs> so it, it's it's not going to bring the nation together by any means. And um, I'm, I'm leaning towards the, the national divorce thing that old brother Noah has been talking about. It's hard to not see that more and more clear every day here. Next question. What happens if there is a terrorist attack in 2024? How does that impact the election? Trump wins. Interesting. I, I think Trump wins. Obviously, hope that well, doesn't happen. Well, I won't happen. even have to get to part two of the question. Because part two of the question is, what if there's a terrorist attack because of somebody who came across the southern border? Tr- Trump Trump wins maybe in a landslide. People care about the border now. People, I mean, shockingly. It, we're standing here. We've got a big screen TV on. They are showing us video from Eagle Pass, Texas, as well as Lukeville, Arizona. And there is just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of immigrants. Yesterday, 11,000 immigrants stopped at the border. Those are the ones that are stopped that we caught yesterday. Yeah, I don't like uh, I don't like trying to summarize or, or simplify what politicians say, especially whenever it helps me and my point a lot but the the white house press secretary who is doing a terrible job by the way um went on i think yesterday or maybe the day before on twitter and one of the clips of her was basically just saying yeah guys this is what happens at the southern border this is normal this is this is a a normal average casual thing and that blows my mind with something this serious i mean that that would be the equivalent of of her coming up onto the the stage or the press conference area and saying, hey, this many fentanyl deaths that we're having in America, that's normal, guys. Don't worry about that. This is a common thing. Okay, we'll fix it. You know, like, <laughs> let's, let's, band, let's band together. Just because something is the quote-unquote norm doesn't mean it has to continue to be the norm, even though it has been under your precious Joe Biden. People, people are starting to care about the border, People didn't care about the border. I think at least I'd say 50 percent of Americans didn't care about the border when they went and voted for Joe Biden because, oh, well, this crazy Trump guy is screaming all the time about the border. And eventually it it lost its luster. It lost its impact a little bit for Americans. And now we have video evidence and we have fentanyl deaths that have to have to be connected with the, the crisis at the southern border. There's no other way to explain how many fentanyl deaths we have and how many how much fentanyl is getting into the country consistently 
So people are starting to care about the border and people are starting to care about foreign policy again. And Trump was really, really good on both of those issues. Not perfect by any means. The wall wasn't finished. You can blame Trump or you can blame you can blame well, Congress on that. too. Or you could just blame that there's thousands of miles of fence to build. Yeah. Even if he had a fully Republican Congress, he could build the whole wall. This is one thing people forget about the wall. Prior presidents have also worked on sections of the wall under under Clinton and under Obama and under Bush. They there were certain sections like ah this is this is where we get a lot of illegal immigration. We're going to build a wall here. Trump saying we're going to build a wall was ironically not that different from prior practice. It's only since then that suddenly the Democrats said oh a wall is racist and we can't do it. Yeah, Trump is tough on foreign policy and the when it when it comes to terrorism, our view has always been as Americans. We go there so they don't come here. That has always been kind of the, the, the reasoning behind how we handle terrorism here in the U.S. And I think Trump was really good on, yeah, let's go there. Whereas Biden was, well, we're, we'll, uh, with a whole bunch of other miscues and, and gaffes in his speech, his basic thing was, well, we're leaving. We think the job's done. And, and Trump, I don't think would have done that. And so, I, he he might have pulled troops out, but he wouldn't have pulled them out as fast or as sloppy as Biden was. With all my criticisms of Trump, I I, I think he truly had a good off ramp for what was going on over in the Middle East, and Biden did not. And Trump's a lot tougher on foreign policy, whether that's you know five feet away from America at the southern border or thousands of miles away in the Middle East. Um. All right, let's let's talk about uh, the next what if of twenty twenty four. What if Joe Biden? What if his health takes a turn for the worst? Then, ooh. I mean, we're getting to the point where it's pretty late for other campaigns to get ramping up. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if we're to the point yet, but we reach a point where it's just Kamala. There's just no other way around it. Because let's say, let's say hypothetically on December 31st, Biden's like, I'm not going to run next year. The Democrat primaries still exist. You could probably get a Gavin Newsom, a Jamie Prisker. They could all jump in. Now it's fast. You've probably got a few weeks to throw together a campaign. Somebody like a Pritzker who could self-fund or Gavin Newsom, who's already got national name ID, would do well. But you almost got to say, like, would anybody have a chance against Kamala Harris in the primary? As a a Democrat, you have to pray. And I I think it's down to Kamala Harris and Gavin Newsom. And I personally, I think Gavin Newsom wins that, honestly. Kamala has been... It's not that Gavin Newsom has been great, but he Kamala is so, so unlike like unlikable. It's like choosing between it's like for breakfast, choosing between a pop tart. Yeah, sure. They're fine. Maybe not getting you the nutrients you really want for the day, but it's fine. And a moldy 200 year old piece of bread like that's what you're choosing. And Kamala's the bread. That's what Democrats (laughs) would be choosing between. And if you're a Democrat. After that, if it, if it's Newsom versus Trump or Kamala versus Trump, whoever, you have to get on your hands and your knees and pray that RFK and Cornell West drop out because they will eat up <laughs> so much of the independent slash Democrat vote that Trump wins probably in a landslide. What if let's we're gonna play it's a a quick two parter. What if Trump wins in twenty twenty four? How do the Democrats react to it? Uh, the world is over. Apoplasia. Everything as we we're know it is out. over. Yeah, I mean, well, I think this time you might actually see people move away. 
there are some Democrats I think you might actually see be like, you know what? I am not going to remain in the, like because they're so furious that the American people have rejected their worldview. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a terrible um, analogy of a story to tell, but it's 100 percent true. And I'm not going to use names, but someone in my family and their husband uh, were going through a, a bit of a rough patch. We'll say the husband wasn't uh, wasn't working for a long period of time and was starting to become a, a huge alcoholic, not raising the son very well. And I know it's a terrible story, but I'm, I'm bringing it around. And so there was one day where the husband just goes, yeah, you know, I'm really tired of of missing my family out west. I really wish I could just go see my family. And and my family member was like, great, go, bye, see ya. Audio, stay there as long as you'd like. And it's been almost a year now, and they... <laughs> They haven't tried to patch things up. I think that's the way it'll be with a lot of really progressive leftists in 2024 and 2025 if Trump wins. You know what? You guys have ruined this country. We're out. We're, we miss, we, we want the days of, of Sweden or Canada. Okay. Bye. See ya. Now let's flip it on its head. What if Biden wins? Oh, if how uh, much, how much look back is there of, we picked from Republicans. We picked the wrong presidential candidate, or recriminations on the Trump family, or I mean, th- there's going to be some pretty serious Monday morning quarterbacking if we lose the White House against what we all think is a pretty weak Democratic nominee. I think middle of the road Republicans. Yes, I think the people who who took a look at this primary scouted the field. And said, I like DeSantis more. I like Haley more. They are the, the, the three people who said they like Chris Christie more than anybody else. They are going to. And Chris Christie's all three of them. Yeah. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have that Monday morning quarterbacking. I think, however, the majority of the Republican Party, which Trump started at 40% of the polls. And so we can pretty much say a majority of the Republican Party is already going to go back to the precedent of Trump gets screwed in national elections. And that, if if a majority of Republicans take that role, and if there is a, a smidge, I mean even a, a sliver, a little bit of evidence of election interference where one person in Pennsylvania forgot to count one vote, it is going to be scorched earth, Court cases all over again. National divorces officially began. It, it's going to be, I don't want to just use the term scary lightly, but it's going to, I think it's going to be a little bit scary. If it comes out a week after the election, that one poll worker in Arizona was a registered Democrat, but didn't tell the pollster that hired them. Like that, even that little bit, of of uncertainty in this election is going to be a big problem if Trump loses because they've already set the precedent whether it was true or just in their heads of Trump gets screwed in elections. All right, we've got more to come on the show today. We're talking a little football. We're going to do more of this uh, what, what what ifs for 2024. Might talk a little bit about state campaigns. Stick around. We'll have more coming up.